Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, love it is for Good morning. Oh, thank you, woman of God. Thank you, thank you. That just warmed my heart. Thank you, thank you. We're back. <laughs> thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? Hey Terry. Hey Fritzy. Good morning, Miss Sandra. Hey Deshana. Hey Jeanette. How y'all doing? Jeanette, thank you for the song um, you had sent me. It was a really beautiful song. I don't want to focus a lot on myself. I want to bless the King of Kings, the King of Glory, my God. But I do want to say thank you. My God, thank you, 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 thank you. My God, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. This morning as I was praying and meditating, every time I thought on something or the goodness of God, I just couldn't help but say thank you, thank you, thank you. I was just being reminded and remembering things God had significantly done for me and just small things and big things. And the more that I began to remember all that he had done for me, all I could do was release a hallelujah. All I could do was release a thank you. All I could do is 
be caught up in the moment of reminding myself just how good he is and how faithful he is and how loving he is and how kind he is and how much he considers me and how much he thinks of me and how much he loves me and how much his grace means to me and how much his love means to me. <clears throat> and I just was every time saying thank you, every time just magnifying him, every time just glorifying him. It is so easy to get caught up in what we don't have or what's going on or what we're missing and all we need to do is stay focused on the king of glory focus on everything that he's done and focus on everything that he's provided and focused on everything that he has done for us and that he has for us and that became my thing like that became my focus his glory his love his grace his mercy how sovereign he is how amazing he is and just that just has been my center and i was listening to fred hammond's there's no greater love and then smoky norfolk has another song that talks about no greater love and then i was listening to no greater love by the clc youth choir and i'm like god there's no greater love this is the great this is the love that completes me and this is the love that extends grace to me and this is the love that has not forgotten me and this is the love that came through Jesus and this is the love that's an extension of your grace and your mercy and this is the love that looks beyond all my faults and sees my needs and even if my prayer isn't right and even if my behavior isn't right and even if I'm not acting right you still favor me and you don't forget about me and that's a love that is not comparable and sometimes we try to compare this world's love to the love of God and those are two different love the love of God is not even measurable we cannot even fathom how much God loves us we cannot fathom it most of us have not been able to conceive it because if we have we would never ever 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 detach from that love um Last night I was just laying in my prayer closet, letting him fill me up, visiting and talking to the Holy Spirit. And I was like, if I never ever had to leave this spot, I'd be okay. Like I could feel the love of our father. I could feel his arms around me. That's love, but you cannot, that's not based on a preconceived notion. That's not based on what I thought what love was that love that's love. And so if you'll just take a moment and just focus on the greater love, focus on God this morning, push away all ever thought, every, every other thought, and just focus on his love and just let him love on you and just center on his love and just start thanking him. Father, I thank you. I thank you for your love for your people. I thank you for your love for me. I thank you for the magnitude of your love demonstrated on the cross through Jesus. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you. I lift you up, Father. Your love is so rich, my God. 
God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. 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 My God, I 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 thank you, Lord. I love you. I worship you. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you, Lord God. I glorify you, Lord God. I glorify you, Lord God. I glorify you, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. I glorify you. 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 Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for your peace. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you. 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 Just set your mind on him, not on your worries, not on your troubles, not on what you're lacking. Just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We glorify you. We magnify you. That's love. That's love. That's the love that restores my God. That's the love that gave me my righteousness. My God, that's the love that is giving me my peace. My God, that's the Lord love that restores me. My God, that's the love that I'm grateful for. My God, my God, my God, that's the love that abounds in grace. My God and forgiveness, Lord God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I just want to take a moment and pray for those that are grieving. This doesn't just have to be widows. Anyone that's in a grief period in their life, I want to lift you up. I want to lift you on the altar this morning. We grieve loss. We grieve jobs. Sometimes we grieve transitions. We grieve breakups. But what I do know, God didn't mean for you to stay in your grief. The enemy will make you think your grief is not coming to the, the end. But if you'll place your grief on the altar, if you'll let God begin to fill those places, Feel your broken heart, feel, feel your broken dreams, wherever it is that you've been grieving over. I just lift up and let the word become a standard and let great is his peace in your undisturbed composure that you rest in his truth, that you rest in his peace, that you rest in his grace. My God, that you rest in his anointing, that the anointing destroys every yoke, every spirit of despair, every spirit of depression, and that whatever you've been grieving over that you release that grief grief to God our father this morning and you let him fill up your cup my God my God my God that you be anxious for absolutely nothing my God my God I heard heard some of you questioning I hear some of you questioning asking the Lord will this pain ever end and I am your living testimony that the pain does come to an end and that God will fill your empty places. My God, you don't have to grieve that job anymore. God will give you a new job. That The best is yet to come. That isn't what all God had for you. God has a plan for you for he knows the plan that he has for you. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for grief, even for new jobs. We thank you for new opportunities, Lord God. We thank you for providing for us, Lord God, new ways and new directions, Lord God. See, grief will cloud your thinking. Grief will keep you from seeing the new opportunities God has for you, Lord God. So we thank you. You're opening the eyes of our understanding. 
and enlightening us to the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. And it didn't stop at that loss. It didn't stop at that circumstance. It didn't stop at that friendship. It didn't stop at that relationship, Lord God. And we just thank you, Father God, for ushering in you, us into your presence. And we just thank you for your angels. And we just thank you for your grace. And we thank you for your mercy. And we thank you for your love. And I thank you, Father God, that every grief-stricken person, Lord God, is receiving a refreshing and a renewing, my God. Father God, I thank you and I lift Sasha up to you, Sasha small to you this morning. Father God, you already know who she is. You already know what has happened in her life, Father God. And I thank you, Lord God, that you are giving her grace and she is feeling your mercy. Most of all, Lord God, this morning she feels your love and that your love becomes a standard, Father God, that your love becomes the standard in her life. Fill the empty places up in her heart in Jesus name. Father, you are a sovereign God. You do not forget us, Lord God. You do not forget us and your grace has not forsaken us and your grace is sufficient even in our time of weaknesses in our, even in our time of grief lord god we thank you that the angels go before you in jesus name amen now let the words of our mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable my god in your sight we thank you father god for healing broken hearts in the name of jesus Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for love. Thank you, you are a sovereign God. Thank you, you are a faithful God. Thank you, you are a merciful God. My God, I thank you. I thank you, 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 I thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you for your word on this morning. Thank you, Father God, that we are becoming planted like trees that we are not bent but not broken in jesus name amen well welcome to coffee and conversations with lakeisha it's your girl lakeisha lmj if this is your first time logging on we welcome you we welcome you welcome you welcome you you can hear us just about anywhere facebook youtube instagram apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. if you want to go back and get a play or you have someone that's not on social media but you want to share coffee and conversation we are part of anchor we are on joynet every morning and so you can pretty much and joynet is a internet radio you can grab that app join that is available in any country so go get the join that app and know that you can connect to us always I am just so grateful for the goodness of God in my life I'm just so grateful for who God is and all that he's done and all that he continues to do through me and through this ministry and I just thankful and I'm grateful for allowing him to be an extension of him on this earth I, I I will not I do I am I'm like Lord just use me it's all or nothing use me use me use me use me up for your glory use me up use me on the internet let me preach the gospel let me do absolutely everything you need me to do use me up this morning I thank you I thank you I thank you I thank you yep Debbie it's an unconditional love and that's what I love about the father it's an unconditional love hey well welcome back do me a favor if you are not subscribe to the website go get subscribed to the website lakeisha m johnson.com so that you can stay connected to everything that god is doing in kingdom 
Um, through this ministry, Monday, we always send out our announcements and I don't, sometimes I don't announce them online. So I don't want you to miss those announcements. I want you to stay connected. I'm giving some information out today on pillow talk and all of these other things that we have coming up, uh, Sunday, November the 10th. I will be um, the speaker for a Women's Day service. I'm sending that information out today. So I just want to make sure that you stay connected and that you get that information um, and that you know what's going on within the ministry. Feed the Streets is coming up again in November. We've got some other things that we plugged in and we just want to keep you plugged in. So go subscribe to the website. Also go subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's a great playback. Um, this week I got a, a, a special interview on Saturday with Camille Moeller. I'm so excited about that interview. She's a nine-year-old girl. She wrote a book on bullying and it is called I Am Not. And I just was, she's one of my heroes. Camille is so, 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 so big, so big. Tamika Thomas, don't start none. Don't start none. Bring Pillow Talk to Alabama. I can't. We can work some stuff out. My God, I will bring Pillow Talk to Alabama. I'll take God, Pillow Talk wherever God wants me to take Pillow Talk. The Christmas edition is a very special edition. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. Um, it's just a group of women and we eat and God just does something significant. Um, it's also around my birthday time. And so a lot of gifts are given, not to me, just if you haven't had a chance to attend a Pillow Talk, especially the Christmas edition, it's our VIP edition. Go ahead and get registered for that Pillow Talk. Tomorrow night, ladies, Bible study. The glory of the Lord will be in this place. The glory of the Lord will be in that place. I'm telling you, the glory of the Lord will be in that place. I know it. I feel it. I see it. His presence will be with us. If you've never connected to Bible study, either online, I'm just going to admonish you to get there. Let's get into the word today. Let's get started today. Um, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to God. I have so many things to be thankful for. Well, last week we had started in Psalms one and God was just giving us a word. And I, uh, today I titled today's message, uh, Ben, but don't break, right? Ben, don't break. And we were talking about the way of righteousness. And we know that the scripture tells us there's a way that seems right to man, right? There's a way that we think we're doing the right thing. There's a way that we think we are walking in godliness and Psalms one reminds us, do not take ungodly counsel. Like you're not so, supposed to be in the counsel of an ungodly. And sometimes we waver. Come on, Holy spirit. We waver there. Uh, we still are attached to some things that offer ungodly counsel. We still are seated in some things that it's, giving us vision and clarity and wisdom, but it's not the clarity and the wisdom and the vision that God desires for us to have. We still tapped into some things that is the way of the world. My pastor preached yesterday, uh, my aunt preached. And when I tell you, she confirmed everything for the last three weeks. And I'm just believing God for some significant things after she put the seal on it. But one of the most significant things she brought up was talking about taking ungodly counsel and what taking ungodly counsel looks like and what it does for us in our spirit. So in this season, remember we're in fourth quarter instructions. You don't have time for ungodly counsel. You don't have time to be attached to things that are not God. 
ungodly, things that'll pull you back into a certain place or into a certain frame of mind or into certain behaviors. And remember, everybody that acknowledges God doesn't mean that they're giving you godly counsel. There's a way that is wise to the sinner. There's a real wide path that seems really popular. And the sad part is there's a lot of people on that path who Lord, Lord, and God this, but it is ungodly counsel. It is un, it's not solid. It's not solid in the word. And so last week I gave you some instructions on what godly counsel looks like. And I also told you we could be taking our own godly counsel, ungodly counsel from our own thought processes, from our own ways that we thought were right and and it's not the sad part is a lot of times we'll take ungodly counsel but there's no root there's no word rooted in it or we've been operating in such a way that we don't need know how to discern the difference between the counsel of the ungodly and the counsel of the godly and i said to you i said it is so important that you understand that the counsel of the godly is always going to be rooted in the word it's not a thought it's not a hype it's not a it's not just I'm bringing you something that just sounds all hyped up that's not what the counsel of the godly looks like it's a solid word it's a word that's gonna I dropped a a message yesterday about grace it's a word that's going to save you it's a word that's going to sanctify you my god it's a word that's going to it's going to grow you up and then it's a word that's going to sustain you if you're trying to figure out out whether or not some counsel is godly or ungodly that's it it should be wrapped in god's grace it should be wrapped in those four things if it's not wrapped in those four things see i'm just telling you we're in such a, a place in in the word world that we look for things that hype us up things that gratify us that satisfy us we don't want the the meat the chunk the stuff and then we talked about sitting in the seat of the scornful those that are always critical of everything that you do right those that always have something to say those that are always complaining and you can have same folks that are scornful and that are always complaining or always have something to say but what the righteous man does he has his delight in the Lord and then I told you he meditates on those laws day and night and if you're going to become planted then guess what you got to do you got to be meditating on his laws day and night the only way that you're going to be planted the only way that you're going to bend but not break is that you're meditating on his laws and day and night and I was thinking about something people say sometimes people will say well you got to have balance can I tell you something the word will bring you balance if you seek ye first the kingdom of heaven if you make God your priority the word will bring you balance you ain't got to worry about what this world considers to be balanced because the world will have you out of balance in a season in which you need to be sitting still you'll be moving allowing other things to gratify you allow other things to be your vices allowing other things to fix you allowing other things to take position over god you'll be running to and fro throughout this earth and not even realize that you're not steadfast or standing still in in the things of god and remember i told you meditating is chewing chewing until the nutri nutrition is out of it and a lot of times we rush from the table or we rush from the things of god 
God or we don't meditate in things long enough. I think uh, I know for a fact some months ago I told you sit on it till it pops. We will struggle in an area and we get a little word on it and we start oh glory hallelujah oh that's me that's the word I needed Jesus and we shout and we do all that and then we rush right on past it. Well when something has been dumped inside of you, when something has been layered inside of you, when something has been an issue for yours of a long time, and you just, you're going to have to work on that because those thoughts are going to come back up. Um, those moments are going to come back up and true revelation of whether or not you have it, whether you're operating in it, whether you're walking in it comes when pressure is on comes in what pressure it also comes when what you gravitate to um it grab it comes when when what you're pulling on what you're gravitating to what you use as a vice when you're in trouble it, it and so the word will balance you out the word will bring you into healthy relationships the word will prune you the word will groom you if you're planted correctly if you're planted like a tree and so Today, we, we talked about that. So the meditation on the word, chewing, nah, 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 nah. meditating, getting the nutrients out the word. If you know you've struggled in a particular area, then <clears throat> your meditation, your meditation has to look a little bit differently until you get a new mindset about that. If your finances have been janky and you have had issues tithing and you have had problems giving and your money patterns seem to cycle back in and your thoughts are to trust man's system ways and all this other stuff, or you've taken ungodly counsel or you've taken your wrong counsel. Can I tell you something? If money has been your issue, you can't keep taking your own counsel where your finances are concerned, right? And you got to get the word and you might have to take a class and you might have to get some understanding in biblical finances and kingdom finances because you'll go right back to the same situation. And I've seen it again and again. When we get more money, we'll be rooted and back in the same position and place because we think, oh, I'm just going to pay off my debt. And we still don't even have a kingdom mindset towards finances or kingdom living or, or how we spend our money or what we do with our money. And money is the root of all evil. And the reason it's the root of all evil is because usually it's rooted in us the wrong way. And that's just an example. So if that's been your issue, if money has been your issue, guess what? You got to meditate on money. You got to meditate on God's system for money because it's been so ingrained. It's like a deprogramming. So Meditate on life. Same thing for relationships. Same thing for other situations. So let's talk about how the righteous man is blessed. And I'm going to talk to you about being planted like a tree and what planted like a tree looks like. And then we're going to get out of here and we'll get as far in this as I can today. And then if not, we'll pick up on it tomorrow. So the, the Psalms one and you get to the third verse, it says how the righteous man is blessed. It said he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit, its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither and whatever he does, whatever he does shall prosper. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Um, a tree by a river has a continual source. I can't shout like I really want to shout. I'm trying to make sure I hold my vocal cords. 
A tree that's planted by a river looks different. A tree planted by a river has a continual source. When a tree is planted by the river, it looks different. When you are planted by the river, it neither wither or goes away because when you're planted, when you are planted by the river, when you are planted by the living waters, when you are planted in Christ, when you are meditating on the word day and night, when you are planted, there is a continuous source. And the scripture says it's not going to wither away. And the reason that it's not going to wither away is because it's getting what it needs. If you are constantly needy, if you are constantly in a position where you don't learn, remember Paul said, I've learned to be content with or without. If you are constantly in a position or a season or a place in which you're constantly needy, I'm not talking about being dependent upon God. I'm talking about you are constantly needy. Then you need to check whether or not your tree is planted by the river of water. You need to check whether or not your tree is planted because a properly planted tree learns to be content in season and out of season. A, a, a properly planted tree isn't needy. It's not consumed with what it lacks because it knows it has every resource and everything that it needs. And so you got to examine whether or not your tree is planted by the river of water. If you can't learn to be content in season and out of season, you can't learn to be content with a little bit or with a lot. If you always going through and you are not concerned, you always consume, you got to check whether or not your tree is actually planted that your roots are down deep because if your tree, tree is strong and stable stable and your roots are sunk down deep deep i'm talking about deep roots that it's marked by strength and stability it's marked by see a planted tree can bend but not break winds can come storms can come situations can come let me stay on course because i want to give you everything a planted tree will bend like the wind can blow bend a storm can come bend. it can flood a planted tree even if the waters come its roots won't be exposed it won't move strength and stability are in a planted tree that's planted by the river um, when a tree is planted by the water, it sends out its roots. It's so much I want to say to you about these trees. So if Jesus bore our sins in his body on a tree, he allowed himself to be crucified on the cross of Calvary, that we have, we died of sin so that we can live in righteousness. That's part, 1 Peter 2, 24. So Jesus has already done the work. We just got to get planted. Our roots have got to be in so deep that we are not moved by circumstances or situations. Well, we find ourselves constantly moved by circumstances and situations are not operating in the wisdom that we need to operate in or not walking or walking in the counsel of the godly, ungodly, because godly people who are planted won't take ungodly counsel because they know that ungodly counsel doesn't have the wisdom that they need for this journey in their life and when we're looking to discern whether or not someone is godly on godly counsel you're looking for their root so a planted tree is not needy and it's it's strength and stability stable so anytime i start seeing um, and I'm just talking about for myself, the Lord taught me this. Anytime your emotions are up and down or all over the place, you're probably not planted. 
Like I'm not moved by, I'm not going to be moved because I'm sick. Right. When you get, oh, I feel good. Shut up. No, I'm planted. And the word has already promised me that it will heal me. I'm not going to be moved whether or not I might, I might bend a little, I might, uh, and then I'm going to catch myself because I'm rooted enough that I'm planted. My roots are down enough to know that God is my healer. I don't spend a whole lot of time worrying about sickness because he was already bruised for my iniquities. He was already chastised for my peace. And no matter what my body feels like, and no matter what my throat feels like, and no matter what this world says, and people tell you it's flu season and all this, none of that matters because Isaiah already told me that by his stripes, I'm healed. I'm planted. See, I had to get there with sickness. I don't believe even if it tries to come up in my body, I have to serve an eviction notice. You have only so long to stay here. And then I make sure myself is not compromised. That's what it looks like when it's planted. And I had to grow to that place. That wasn't something that happened overnight about my healing. I had to grow to that place. I had to become so rooted and understand. I had to meditate on the word day and night and understand what does the word say about infirmity? What does the word say about sickness? What does the word say about depression? What does the word say about my finances? And I remember one time God spoke to me boldly. He said, I need you to take the same mentality that you have about sickness, about your finances. You need to go get every scripture, every word about your finances and root yourself in kingdom thinking where finances is concerned. So he shall be like a tree, a strong and stable strengthen and stability. When you are all over the place, this is a, this is a, a key to when you're not stable, when you up and down emotionally, when you can't trust what the word says, when the word isn't the, the weapon you use, when you start saying stuff like, oh my gosh, I just need to get away. No, you need to get to your work. You're not rooted. You're not rooted. You got to understand the stability and the root. Wisdom is the tree of life to those who lay hold of it. That's Proverbs 3 and 18. It says, there will be like, they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat come, comes, its leaves are always green. It had, has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. That's Jeremiah 17 and eight. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. That's Proverbs 11 and 30. And it's an apple tree among the trees of the forest. So is the bride's beloved among the young men. That song of Solomon, I'm rooted in God's love. When you trust in God, you're like a tree planted by the water, right? That sends out its roots. Even when nothing seems to be going right and the fig tree doesn't blossom, you can still rejoice in the Lord and take joy in the God of your salvation. That's Habakkuk 3, 17, 18. Every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. And we're going to talk about that later. So when we're planted, let me give you the definition for planted. When we're planted, right? We're set in the earth. I, well, I can't scream this morning when we're planted, we're set, we're fixed, we're introduced, we're established, we're furnished with seeds so that we can grow and we can reproduce. When you are not planted, you're not set in position to reproduce. If your roots are not deep down or if you're not established in the word, then if the wind blows, you'll break or you'll become uprooted. See, I, when I was 
studying this, I started thinking about how sometimes things happen in our life. Come on, Holy Spirit. And we'll have one foot in or one foot out. We're not standing still and steadfast and rooted in the word. So when the wind blows, right? I remember a couple years ago, I went to go get a mammogram and the lady was like, well, we saw some spots. So we're going to have to come back and look again. And I said, that's fine. And my mom was like, are you okay? I said, I'm perfectly fine. I'm not messed up about spots because I serve the God that's bigger than cancer. I serve the God that's bigger than cancer. I serve the God that's bigger than spots. I'm going to, I'm going to curse those. Spots. And so when we came back, she was like, oh, that was just da, 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 da. No, I serve the God. Why? Because I'm planted about my healing. I'm planted that my time has yet to be fulfilled. And if I know my time has yet to be fulfilled, then I can't be anxious or worried when the enemy brings me word that's trying to uproot me or put me in a position in which I won't believe God. But I had to grow in this and I had to let my roots get still. That's why I keep telling y'all stop moving around so much. It's hard to get planted if you moving around so much. It's hard to get planted when you're constantly on the move. I, 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 healing has to take place in a, in a settled place, right? Healing has to take place in a settled place. You grow in your authority in a settled place. You grow in your strength and stability in a settled place. But what usually happens is because our vice is movement, because our vice is movement, because we constantly on the go, because we moving our vice, moving becomes our vice, running to and fro becomes our vice, because that's our vice, we're not stable, and we won't sink, and all we got to do is overcome a little bit, and we think, oh my gosh, we've got enough in us, your roots got to be dug down so, so, so strong, and so deep, that you're anchored in the word, that when something blows, you might bend, the wind may bend you, but you will not break, or you will not be come uprooted or you won't be partially rooted, rooted in this part, but not rooted. Do you know if you're partially rooted, that part of the tree has a chance to experience death. <coughs> we had a tree in our backyard. And when we had the tree in our backyard, it was very interesting. One side of the tree was alive and flourishing. And the other side of the tree was beginning to die. And I began to look at the roots and the things. And there were the, there was things that were blocking this other part of the tree. It was an amazing part to see one side of the tree flourishing, but the other side of the tree dying. And it had to do with its root system. And it had to do with the elements. And it had to do with the fact that the tree needed to be pruned. It was a really interesting process. And then eventually the storm, the, a storm came and it blew because of the weakened side of the tree, because of the weakened side of the tree, the tree cracked, right? And it fell over. But can I tell you something amazing about this tree? When we cut the tree down, my God, thank you, Holy Spirit. When we cut the tree down, there was a little stump. Well, in the stump, there was a crack. And I began to notice something one day. There was something sprouting. There was something sprouting up out of the center of this that seemed to be properly rooted and it began to spring forth new life. And so you got to make sure <coughs> in this season, in order for you to, 
to bend, you're going to probably bend a little bit. Our faith ain't just perfect for you to be able to bend and not break that you're properly planted. Go back and look at this, not taking ungodly counsel, properly planted, rooted in the word. What is the word saying about this? Where am I? And then there's a promise. You're going to bring forth fruits in season, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. You're going to bring forth fruits in season. So you got to be planted. You got to be in position. You got to be set. You got to be fixed. You can't be doing all this movement around a sign that you are unstable is if your emotions up and down if something happens and you reach for other things other than the word of god that's a sign <clears throat> that you are not planted i'm going to talk to you a little bit more about the benefits of trees and all this other stuff this week that's a good word that's a rich word right there so we got to get planted <clears throat> let me pray and get out of here father god we thank you for your word we thank you for establishing us in your word we thank you, Father God, that we become planted in the word, Father God, that our roots are deep in the word, Lord God, and that we choose your word above everything else. <clears throat> I thank you for every woman of God and man of God under the sound of my voice, that they are resting in you, that they are trusting in you, that they are walking by faith, and that after today. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.